hey yo, welcome to the Low Key Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Keith. And today I'm joined with, as always, our hosts, Tim Malloy and Ann Lanton. And today we're going to talk about the second Doctor Strange movie, which is entitled Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Um, which I would say, like, is I'm still a little fuzzy about the, the plot right now. So talking with you guys will kind of remind me of everything. Um, but to, to give like a brief synopsis, this is um, the second Doctor Strange movie, as I mentioned at first, and we follow Stephen Strange after the events of both, uh, I would guess you would say, both the Infinity War and also the events of Spider-Man um, No Way Home. In WandaVision. In WandaVision, yeah. And he is he is sought after by a young woman by the name of American Chavez, who is from a, another multiverse that comes to him for for help because she's being um, sought after by a <laughs> by the Scarlet Witch. So, but um, but anyway, so what what are you what are your you guys' initial thoughts? Because I'm I'm sure because this movie to me it felt like it was all over the place, honestly. But it just it, at the same time it still felt like you know comic book goodness for the most part. So, so spoilers um, ahead, even though we just had a huge one already, but spoilers throughout. So. Man, you, you are. Yeah, I know that do. was a huge spoiler. I try not to make it slip, but I feel like you guys ain't seen it by now. You shouldn't even be listening to this. So yeah, it's been out <laughs> for a minute, but it's it's a big enough movie, uh, you know, to to definitely still give attention. Um, so I don't. Okay, quick thoughts. I just want to make it fast because there's so much to, to go through. Um, I think Sam Raimi. Um, his touch really does wonders here. Um, felt like something that kind of was needed. You know, I, I, it still hits a lot of the, the basic MCU um, kind of beats you expect. But, you know, I think a fresh set of eyes really did help in many ways here. Um, you know, I think tonally it does a lot of things I don't expect to see out of a Marvel film. I think it, you know, in many ways uh, it has heart that is missing from Marvel movies. I think it has horror that is not in, you know, any of those films hardly, except, you know, what you might see in a Doctor Strange film on occasion. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it has shock in a way that is not in some of the, the prior films. Um, and I think this is definitely like visually um, and just from a, a like pushing the boundaries of creativity, like this is like the tip top of what we've seen out of this kind of MCU experiment so far so that was really exciting to see um you know i think like you said keith it, you know in some ways it's, it's all over the place i was like able to follow the majority of it there are some things where i feel like i don't always know exactly what's going on but you know overall what it wanted to achieve i think it did you know pretty well and i'm really encouraged to kind of see where they where they go next because I, I i feel like this is pretty successful overall and i continue to be surprised that their ability to pull off you know just more and more ambitious stuff yeah i thought this movie was totally bananas and i loved it um i had no idea what was going on pretty much the entire time uh got very confused with like earth 858 versus our earth 616 but it was very cool that they named it what it's been called in the comic books all that time. I hope I'm not getting the earth numbers wrong because then I'll look very, very stupid. 
the, the six ones getting the six one six right is what people would make fun of you for, and you got that one right. So <laughs> all good there. I think the other one's eight five eight. It was oh, eight something. Eight, That's all I can remember. Whatever number it is, I love that earth. It's super fucking cool. Um Black Bolt, amazing. Krasinski as as Reed Richards is great. I love seeing Professor X again. I loved huge spoiler how Scarlet Witch killed <clears throat> Professor X and how like classic mm-hmm. horror movie that was. Um, right. Yeah, the horror elements were just awesome. It's just super weird, like bizarre movie. Um, I feel like America Chavez is like almost there just to like hold things together. And that works mm-hmm. for me. Like absolutely mm-hmm. fine with me. Just a daffy, crazy, super fun movie. Um, mm-hmm. Might've been better if I were on drugs. Um, value my sobriety too much to find out. But like I was a- not sober at this movie, and I can tell you, it, it yeah, felt excellent. It's great. Yeah, I, de- I definitely had a dummy, um, and it was one of those type six fans, I'd say. But so, what did what did you think, Keith? I don't know. You know, it's one of the, I, I agree with everything you guys said. I, I think I I don't know what it is. Is um, I don't know if I'm just like Marvel movie like burnout, but I just remember when I saw the first one, like how amazed I was about the first one, and I just didn't have that same feeling about this one. Um, but with it, with that being said, it's it's also one of those things I think. Um, with having Sam Raimi as a director, I, I appreciate that I feel like they let him in certain ways go like balls to the walls in this. Like, cause just like what you were saying, like that heart that it has, it reminds me so much of like the heart of Evil Dead, for example. Yeah. Where um Evil Dead in certain ways is like kind of like uh I won't say a terrible movie, but it's like <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, very very a very very low budget slasher film Mm -hmm. the original evil dead one and evil dead two but it had something in it that slasher films at that time didn't have and there was that certain amount of heart and a certain amount of like mixture between um horror and comedy but also some world building on top of that right that that kind of kind of keeps you you know wanting to know more like okay what is this like what's you know I'll, you know leaving a lot of questions in the viewer's mind right and i felt like this was that type of film too where you can just really sit down and you can even as zany and bananas as it is you can sit down and you can have a conversation about oh well you know these different characters in this world and stuff and i would say like to an extent you know, outside of like maybe Doctor Strange, there were certain things about how the characters were depicted that I was a little thrown off by. Uh, um, you mind giving an example? I mean, this is coming from a comic book. No, no, sure. Yeah, yeah. right. So, like, Reed Richards, for example, right? Yep. Like, okay. I just can't. Maybe this version of Reed Richards isn't as smart or something, but I feel like for one, he wouldn't have underestimated Wanda. No, because I'm either. under the assumption that they knew who she was. Well, like, and they, they talked about Wanda him on prior incursions, which could mean any number of things. But that means that they've dealt with things that even the six one six hadn't seen yet. Right, and which they defeated fun. Thanos. Yeah, so you it's know. like. And and 
clearly there's something they never mention out loud. They're like, oh, we kill strange. I'm like, the thing about this Illuminati, and okay, okay. So in the comics, anytime you see the Illuminati at all, something's going seriously wrong. Right. And whatever they're telling you, they're probably giving you a half truth. So we saw part of that with Doctor Strange. But if you notice, the other person you never see is Tony, because they probably killed him, too. And you never mm-hmm. see the Submariner because he hasn't been introduced yet. Well, the Submariner, well, Namor, yeah. could, or could not come for any number of reasons. But the thing is, they got all these these robotic things just walking around that look like Tony's robots. Right. That's yeah. not... I mean, Reed can come up with all sorts of stuff. He's free enough to do that by himself. But he, that design is a Tony design, not a, his design. That's for sure. And I'd say half the reason I saw this movie is because of that internet rumor that whoever that flying figure was was Iron Man in this world, and that he was played by uh, by Cruz. And uh, oh, yeah. not That's at all, a one hundred percent wrong. Um, it's Captain Marvel. And fuck you, internet. Just stop doing that. Stop. <laughs> wishing who you want to be in the movie just go see the movie it's okay well, i mean but but so i think i think that's the thing like i went way out of my way way out of my way for this movie to be like i don't give a damn what the leaks are what the <laughs> this and that i ain't looking at nothing i ain't no, i wouldn't look at trailers yeah i wouldn't look at nothing either. i i ain't looking at so i came in just like i'm gonna enjoy this movie and because the thing is, like, all the stuff, all the culture things around the films, like, I think are, like, clouding how people watch these things. Like, in the same way, this is happening all over the Internet. It's happening with basketball, with people's reputations. It's happening with video games. Every time there's a woman on the cover, it's, you know, it's, it's happening with, like, any number of things where people are just like, there's a thing in it that, like, ain't happening the way I like it or something. And they freak out over it. Uh, now the Reed Richards thing I will agree with from a characterization standpoint is it, like comically hilarious because it's like so you mean to tell like because Reed Richards in the comics is like a a bag of tricks like he yeah. it might look like that's him but I was like oh that must be his hologram that is not his hologram hey, getting tore he, he's him. essentially like you know on a <laughs> on a you know intellectual level like you He's know, one like of the Dr. smartest Doom people in the galaxy. Like, yeah, like you, you got him, you got Doctor Doom, you got Tony. You know, so then the other genes you got Ant Man around. Yeah, so I think that if I think of Reed Richards, I think he would have handled the situation different. Same thing with Xavier. Um, but but here's the thing: the movie ain't got time for all that. Like no, the, the, the one I thing I do appreciate that. is. I get that. Look, once that happened, I was like, I got to let it go. <laughs> like immediately, as soon as I saw it, I, I was like, because you know how new shit was going to go wrong, though? Before him, see, we talking about him. When she said, what mouth? I was like, oh, shit, it's going down. When she took away Black Bolt mouth. Yeah. Oh, that like, was so dope. I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. And then the, the, this, the, the, this, 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 because I saw some people say, why is this movie not rated R? Like before... Why is this movie more violent than the last Mortal Kombat? Man, murking folks. Oh like that was goodness. straight fatalities and how she was killing people. Well, yeah, well, but but at least they they didn't show Captain America can split in half at least. <laughs> but you know what happened? What if eight five eight is an alternate reality where people are just a tiny bit dumber? So Reed Richards is the smartest man in their world, but he's not as smart. There's no common sense. Right, right, exactly. He's not as smart as a, as a normal person in six one six. That's why, like, I'm just letting it go. There's just a lot of things. If you want to nitpick things like that, you can. But it was like, you know, um, well, I, I do think 
also like, felt like uh, the Illuminati didn't feel like the Illuminati. They felt yeah, like I, I do agree with that. Because to me, I don't think the Illuminati is like a superhero team in a way, right? Like, mm-hmm. meaning like I don't, I don't. When I think of the Illuminati, I think of behind the scenes shit. Yeah, because like, I was about to say they don't, they wouldn't have. So okay, here's here's the problem with that though. That probably would have been true before Thanos came in. See, I, I think because you know, like in the comics, they literally are like an, a secret organization. Like nobody know about them. They don't tell their friends. They don't tell family. They don't tell nobody. The Illuminati exists, and they had these secret meetings about how to influence the world. But basically, you know, if they get out it in, in the comics, they get out it for um, they couldn't figure out how to control the Hulk, so they threw him up in space, and then space oh, yeah. Hulk came back <laughs> mad as a motherfucker. The planet Hulk, so. <laughs> And decided to, like, tell the secrets of the Illuminati and what they had done to him and destroy something. Was it New York? I can't remember where it was, but anyway. Um, there's always a comeuppance of, like, where they have to, like, come out of the shadows. So maybe this is, like, that that moment that had already occurred. Who knows? Um, overall, I do think the the Illuminati's performance, that they're, they're them showing up was really cool. I wish they could have fought back with a little more smarts, but I, I thought the way they were used um, was still impactful, uh, especially like you said, Professor X. He knew what Mordo wanted to do um, and and was like, hey, you know, I'll leave it up to you to, to figure that out. So I thought that was pretty cool and worked out. Did, did the Illuminati debut in the Michael... Bendis thing. No, they didn't debut there, but that's that's their their longest run, I think, and that was about ten years ago or so. Yeah, I have it right behind me, and I'm holding it up right now. Brian yeah, man, dope. it's an incredible book. Yeah, well, incredible great. set of volumes. Yeah, yeah. Especially at the end where they had to start destroying, like they have a bunch of incursions to keep having, so they had to d- decide whether or not to, to keep destroying alternate Earths. Dude, it's, yeah. it's so messed up. And when they had to destroy the first one, Captain America was like, "Hey, we can't do that again, right, guys?" Right, and then he wiped his fucking mind and kicked him at the Illuminati like it never happened. And like, yeah, he can't be, he can't be here. He not yeah, willing yeah. to make. He, he ain't, he ain't about it. He, he, he not willing to do what it takes. I don't know. It's, it's like, like I said, and I know, like stuff with comic books. You know, people take like liberties and they might change certain stuff up, and that's that's cool. But I just, I guess when I hear the Illuminati, I just expect more. You know. Um, sure. So that that was one thing. Um, what do you guys feel about Wanda being the main antagonist? There was I a Avengers movie that I was like, she's the best Marvel villain. And see, here's the thing. Here's the thing, Keith. You you ain't understand this. And I think uh, Tim five years ago, this movie would come out. You know, like ah, was, that was all right. But when you're a parent, yeah, <laughs> like a lot of this hits a little different. The other, that's right. A lot of movies become more effective all of a sudden. The one thing, I, I, there was a point when I like pulled back and went like, all right, Wanda is 100% wrong here. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People to save her imaginary children. But you know what? Doesn't matter. That's how she feels. She feels how she feels. And I get it. And eventually she was confronted with the reality, <laughs> the reality, a reality. Um, <laughs> in which she had the one she kept going to with the children that she had interacted with and she had taken over that Wanda's body. But then when she tried to come and replace her, how the children reacted to her like a monster, because that's not their mom, you know? This was also a phenomenon of, I didn't really love WandaVision that much. I thought it was okay and kind of slow and kind of felt like it was going in circles a little Mm -hmm. bit. 
Um, but she seems like an actor and a character who doesn't actually fit on a TV screen. Like, I thought she was so much better on the big screen. And just I, like, I, I liked her in that show. Um, I, I liked her in that, but but I thought it the moment that we're seeing that was elevated um, by having that experience with the TV show. Because she did have a moment, fake or not, however you want to look at it, where she did have children. She did it, you know, have an experience with them. She and had the sacrifice she made at the end of the day to kill her husband meant yeah. nothing. And, and like it's something she yeah, keeps returning to. She she made a sacrifice for for like you know the thing she did have. She did have her husband there. So she gave that up for everybody and it didn't matter. And then she tried to live, you know, in a way that was false, but she just was grieving and never found a way to, to deal with that. And to, to also have Steven be like this other parallel where he, well, first off, he's maidenless uh, in every single universe. It seems like, like he just, he never gets the love of his life, Christine. Um, but to, to get to a point where he can, live with the fact that that is how things have to be like the thing about this movie too it doesn't get into those platitudes of people say the the theme out loud they just let you kind of you know yeah okay like the moments here you see it boom i ain't gonna say this exactly but basically them going hey while we had this moment we connected across multiverses that's cool but like we have to go back to where we're from and you're dead in my universe and you're married in mine, but we can't be together. This was great, but it can't be like this. And we have to move on, even though technically we don't have to, we have to, because that's how uh, things, that's, that's how things have to be. I thought I love you in every universe was very good. Yeah. And did anybody see uh, everything everywhere all at once? I have no, not I seen that yet. I'm, that's the next thing I'm going to go see. There's a line like that in that movie. That's probably the best line in a movie this year. Yeah, some more multiverse stuff. Yeah, I um, oh, it's it's a lot. I always feel I, when I was watching, I was like, man, it's a lot to take from this, and um, <laughs> because even like, it's like I'm like, man, because after watching, like we would say, like WandaVision, right? Mm-hmm. And even when I was watching WandaVision, I was like, man, Wanda is like a, a, a villain straight up, right? Mm-hmm. And but then on here she's like I'm kind of like a villain like how Magneto is a villain. <laughs> oh, so, so in this one, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, like, yeah. In this one, he she's like a straight savage. Like you know what I mean. Like I don't care. I will murder everybody to get to these kids. And 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 I was and and I think I think one thing. Um, about like what makes a good villain is like their motivation yeah Mm -hmm. but then also like who do they consider themselves to be in the story what's the quote where they say um uh, every villain is the hero of their own story well see the thing about her too she the the ways in which she's a hypocrite the the good guys so to speak are hypocrites too yeah that's what i'm saying so i don't i don't even think in her case it's like I'm necessarily good. Like I think she she holistically knows what she's doing is fucked up, but mm-hmm. she feels like this is something that has to be done because she needs to be with her kids. And she's dreaming about them every night so she knows they exist. Also, did they 
I was wondering about this or did they, I don't even think this actually matters, but I kept asking myself in this other universe, right? Do the kids actually exist or are they also something that, that Wanda had manifested? No, I think they exist. They actually were her actual children. I think so. That's what I was thinking too. Yeah. Cause she was, cause they, they said your children don't exist. Da, da, da. She was like, but they do in other universes. Like it wasn't like a, Oh, well, I made oh, them up in universes you. and they're walking around. It's like, nah, the kids exist. Got you, got you. In terms of motivation, what you said about like why you know everybody's the hero of their own story. Her motivation of this like desperate need to get back with her children just makes so much more sense and is so much more emotionally compelling than Thanos being like, I'm a staunch environmentalist. Resources. <laughs> it's just like everybody else's motivations are like so much more cerebral even like killmonger has like a pretty good story of like feeling rejected but it isn't as like clear-cut and simple as hers like i just like her very clear like oh i get it motivation i don't know killmonger's is pretty straightforward to me i think more because uh to me it's like i could see why somebody would be like that where it's like I don't want to go deep into political stuff, but basically when you look at the idea of what's happening in that film and how at least like the backdrop of the violence he's talking about, the United States actually does take place. And the idea that people have all these weapons and they're just kind of sitting there. Yeah, it is a little, you know, frightening, you know, like oh, yeah. it gets muddy because he used to work for the United States. Yeah. Yeah. And and so, yeah, there's all that stuff going on. So I don't know, like him saying, I'm going to take those weapons and use them against the people who've been doing that against, you know, my people that I mean, like, OK, I can see that because, you know, Wakanda had never engaged um, with other military powers and it would have wiped them out, which, you know, that would have been kind of interesting. But like. Um, how long it just took us to like sort through his motivations versus Wanda, like she wants her children. Right. Yeah. Oh no, I could literally just say he wants revenge for you know oh, the powers God. who don't protect <laughs> Africans. Like, I don't know, like th- there's a lot more complication than that, certainly, but like that base, like everybody knows what that feels like to like well, the people who are parents, I should say. Yeah. Um yeah, I think know. I think Killmonger, when you think about it, I think it's more relatable. Um to most mostly to black people mostly but especially like very very pro black black people oh mm. uh, so i i think it just depends just you know like the person and how they you know how you actually um feel about the character themselves and how you can relate to them just yeah. like i might not could relate to being a parent but i still felt it like i still felt it and i still related to what she was was going through but not so much on the level as i think a parent would right no but because what had me tripping was when i was watching her chase them down and she's sitting up here looking like something out of out of uh out of the ring and she busting through all those walls and all that man that looked because that actually that was legitimately scary i was like i'm very glad i did not bring robert to this i'm so freaking out when they just had her like with blood on her face looking like carrie and yeah, like that was crazy bare feet and mom jeans she was scared <laughs> then too that was almost scary. Yeah, that's what i'm saying yeah yeah right. that's what she she was scarier than when she had the, the scarlet witch you know and the, the funny awesome. thing is if you notice when the, when she let go of her in the dark hole she was like i don't know where i'm at but where the hell are my kids at <laughs> i gotta go home right now <laughs> she's a super uh-huh. actor and i don't she, know yeah she's super good do y'all do you guys because this was something that went through my mind when I was watching this. Do y'all think that 
the this whole multiverse thing that they're kind of getting into a lot more with Marvel that that will start to I guess confuse a lot of people or kind of um, mess up the stories because mm. on one end I, I mean like yeah this is dope this is fun this is this is that but I I really do like a grounded <laughs> like yeah. in just you know, superhero Marvel story or meaning like... Yeah, but we're, we're going to get those. I mean, they got, you know, uh, now Thor will not be that movie. Thor's yeah, going to be really, really big. Um, <clears throat> and they're doing the God Butcher story, which is pretty cool. Now, I don't know how exactly going to incorporate it, but that Jason Aaron run, that's clearly art from, from that period. Um, the artist's name has escaped me, but dude is ridiculous. Really, if, if anybody does like comics, look at that Jason Aaron Thor run. It is fantastic that's some of the best stuff of the last decade or so but um that's going to be a good story um but this, they do have a lot of stories still centered around uh just characters now most of those coming up are not show well, excuse me they are tv shows and not um not the the actual film so yeah like that, getting ready to come out like she-hulk <laughs> that looks great um the trailer just came out for that so I, hopefully I, that's good I did. I did not like that trailer very much, though. I thought the trailer was good. Um, I, I'm really familiar with like that run they're messing with, so that's pretty cool. I, I yeah. really do think that's going to be fun. Um, apparently, there's work on the new Daredevil series. That's going to be ridiculous. Um, and uh, the people who play Luke Cage and Jessica Jones put up an Instagram thing. It was like hashtag, you know. Um, defenders hashtag you know oh. jessica jones luke cage da, da, da. so some going on there and uh i mean so they on, cool they on disney plus now so yeah hey d- apparently they're gonna let them do their thing i hope so man because that was that was some good content so we're gonna get those same adventures we're gonna probably get them like i said a lot more on tv than than film but i think the next spider-man film is not gonna be like a huge multiverse thing that it's probably just gonna be straight up spider-man stuff more great yeah because that's 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 why I was kind of getting at like to me with Spider Man I just like just regular like Spider Man. Like, but you see, they took his suit away. Man. He ain't got no money no more. He ain't got yeah. No and I, no that's more. that's the type of Spider Man I like. I, I don't need no broke high Spider-Man? tech suit Spider Man. I love broke Spider Man. Yeah. Like I make my own web shooter Spider Man. Yeah. I'm fighting a guy in a scorpion suit. That's what I want to see. Awesome. You know. Um. And and I it just like to me. Do you want him to be a photographer next? <laughs> yeah, I, I like it. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Like nineteen eighty five Spider Man. Like oh my god! Spider-Man. I wish it, that's the only thing missing from uh from the movie, the last Spider Man movie, is just having them pull out uh like their Polaroids and then I mean not Polaroids, like what's a good Canon or something, and yeah. then Tom Holland's like, oh, what, what are you guys doing? I'm like, oh. Dude, I like the Spider-Man where he had to like escape through a skylight so the landlady wouldn't catch him because he was always late with the rent. Like that was oh, yeah. best. that yeah. was my favorite Spider-Man when he was dating the Black Cat. Also, like, like Ooh, Black oh, Cat. We need we need Black Cat. It's we have Black Cat back. back. Yeah, yeah. I think the the dudes at the table all agree. Let's bring Black <laughs> Cat back. <laughs> well, it was gonna be Felicity I mean, Jones, and then that didn't happen for whatever reason. For real? Really? Yeah. Yeah, she's like all signed up to do it. We need to fix this. Yeah, Gina we... Blythewood, um, I forget her name. How do I say her name? Um, who directed the old guard? Oh, huh. Yeah, uh, I know what movie that is. Who the heck directed? She was gonna direct it. She was gonna direct, I think they were gonna call it Black and Silver, and it was gonna be Black Hat and Silver Sable. Oh, yeah, they were doing that on Sony's end. They were doing yeah. yeah, yeah, it was gonna be like the Venom universe. Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, I just recently yeah. saw Morbius and it was pretty disappointing. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I have not seen that yet. Man. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll save that for another time. Yeah, that, we're, we're, we're big enough right now. But yeah, that, that did not seem, I have not heard good things about it so far. By the but way, you the, know, the you know what? Would. Sorry about that. No, I'm sorry. What were you saying? Uh, just the director who was going to direct that was Gina Prince Bythewood, and for whatever uh, reason, it hasn't happened yet. Gotcha, gotcha. I was just going to say that um, sometimes, like, I was just thinking what, what, while I was watching Morbius, I was like, yeah, I think if I was, like, 12 years old and this was, like, <laughs> late 90s or early 2000s, this would be so badass to me. But, like, after seeing so many superhero films, after, you know, the MCU itself, and and also being thirty six, it's just uh, I don't know. It's I'm not. Oh, I got sure. another one for you now. I think about. It. I remember the next Captain America uh, movie. It's definitely standalone. Might have Sam in it. Yeah. I mean, that was, that I said Sam. Cool. Excuse me, Bucky. Sorry, like saying the wrong names now. Okay. Also. The Winter Soldier is not going to be in the next character. I'm saying, I'm saying he might be, but I'm saying like you know, don't don't look. I don't think uh, Piggy Carter is going to walk out a portal. You know, next uh, movie, you know, uh, Captain America. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, that stuff is dope, but I don't want it in every movie. And I think one when, when I saw No Way Home, it was just, it was like, hey, yeah, this was cool, this was dope, but it's like I don't I don't need this in every like superhero movie. Well, I mean, but we are gonna get more of it though because Kang is is gonna make Secret Wars yeah. happen. That's likely what's gonna take place. Yeah, so yeah. we're gonna get a lot more of it in different ways, um, and I think that's okay. I'm I'm totally fine with that. Um, I will say if we're gonna have. Uh, uh, Krasinski is um, Mr. Fantastic. I'm down with that, but like, let's let's let him say and do smart stuff. <laughs> I, I think I, I think <laughs> his wife should play Sue Storm too. Emily Who's Blunt. his wife again? Emily Blunt. She said she uh, hmm. doesn't like superhero movies, but that could have been a head fake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe so. Maybe so. After I saw that movie, I, I was thinking, like, what would be the perfect, like, Fantastic forecast? They had it. Which one was it? Not, not, not the second one. The first one. That, that was Chris Pine and Jessica Alba. And who else was in that? Uh, funny enough, uh, the man who then became Captain America, as well as, oh, man, who's playing the thing? Uh, Jordan in that one, or was he in a different one? No, no that's the second movie. Second, second, second. Okay. One. Well, second saying, cast of Fantastic Four people. Okay, I'm saying for right now, like moving forward, what would be a casting for Fantastic Four? That's what I was saying. I didn't I like them old Fantastic Four movies, honestly. I just like that. I didn't think they were great, but like I thought they had some good humor. Um, and they were at least imaginative. I don't think that like the execution was always there. But I like that Lawrence Fishburne was a silver surfer. <laughs> like maybe that's so funny. I think that was him. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> if it was him, that's funny. I like. I don't even remember that being the case. Maybe it was a. Yeah, I think he was. But um, I don't know. Overall, decent film. I suggested to anybody, especially anybody that likes the Marvel stuff. 
Yeah, I mean, I, you could talk for like five hours about this movie. There's like a billion different things to talk about. Uh, we didn't even get to America Chavez, who we didn't talk I can, about her at all. Well, well, I can tell you, she's gonna play a huge part um, in in the Phase Four because she literally, like, her power is she's one of the most powerful people in the verse period, and being able to travel between universes obviously is pretty broken if you need to like handle cataclysmic you know level threats so the fact they got her learning magic that's crazy like that's that's fun there's a ton of ideas that can come out of that so they're doing things that are you know just kind of um adding their own spin into what we saw in the comics and i just think that's really cool in the comics aaron is america originally from another universe yeah Mm -hmm. okay so is it a really patriotic universe for people to name their children in america uh, they get into all that in uh, in the Young Avengers, but I can't remember exactly why. But like, yeah, being a Hispanic, uh, you know, woman with that name and all the weird stuff, cultural stuff that comes along with that, <laughs> they they talk a lot about that. It's part of the whole irony of her character. I'm into oh. it. Okay, y'all gonna have to look. I I don't know much about her. Um... That that those comics are amazing too. Um, yeah. I, th- there's so much potential for what they can do. I just, I'm just excited to see where it goes. But I'm just like, we'll we'll see. Um, just just a lot of possibilities, a lot of cool possibilities. Now, even though I say I'm tired of the multiverse skipping stuff, I think a movie with her and this and Tom Holland Spider Man would be pretty dope. That yeah, Young Avengers. That's yeah. part of that it's- young group. It's yeah. it's like the core members tend to be uh, uh, Miles, because Miles is the younger one, right? But in this mm-hmm. in this universe, you know, Peter's young. You know, mm-hmm. Peter's like an adult, an adult adult. He's like our age and older. Um, and Miles is, you know, like late teens, early twenties most of the time. So mm-hmm. it's him, uh, America Chavez, who's normally around the same age. Uh, then you'll have. Uh, also, Miss Marvel. Um, and then, like, from there, they get like a cast characters around them. When I said America Shiver, she's actually not with them a ton. It does happen. I'm thinking more Miss Marvel in Squirrel. Miss Marvel, yeah. Yeah, but oh, anyway. we got a Miss Marvel movie coming. I mean, well, show. that's that's a show. Yeah, TV that's show, a show. Yeah. Um, Bishop is in there, right? Who is? Sorry. Kate Bishop. Uh, she is, she is in the show? Hawkeye show. Is she a young Avenger too, or is that just in the comics? Oh yeah, yeah, she is in Young Avengers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, that's they, they're getting everybody that's in the Young Avengers in this. So um, oh, well, that'll be dope. It's sl- slowly, slowly bringing them in, and it's not done. You'd have to. That'll be a Phase Five thing. They need to bring in all the other characters, give them their own stories and stuff, and then go from there. Mm-hmm. But no, it's it's pretty I'm cool. Like Seventy like, years old, going like these movies used to be better. <laughs> When they had <laughs> you, Chris Pine was the best Captain America. Oh, <laughs> oh, Chris Evans. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's okay. Yeah, so you Chris Pine. Pine okay. is Captain Kirk, right? I doesn't he Chris play? Pine is great. I I'm mixing up all my Chris's. It's not the first time. It's you know how many Chris's are now? It's about a dozen or more Chris's in, in Hollywood. I got five Chris's in my life. Shoot. It's complicated. Yeah, I'm sorry. 
Well, look, if y'all made it this far, uh, we really appreciate it. You, you've dealt with our goofiness, and we do this every week, or at least every other week, uh, with all sorts of uh, you know TV, film stuff. So definitely join us, subscribe, tell a friend, rate us, review us, all that goodness. Um, Keith, where can the people find us on the socials? You can find us on Instagram at the Low Key Pod. Awesome, uh, Tim. Anything uh, coming up from Movie Maker worth plugging? No, but check out Keith and Aaron's old podcast. Uh, meanwhile, in the multiverse, <laughs> yeah, give give us some old uh, old reviews. We'll take it. <laughs> Good old on the resume. Surprisingly uh, prescient about the multiverse popularity. It's all the rage <laughs> right now. You guys were on it like four years ago. Yeah, right. t- talking about current events and then like guessing what would happen um, <laughs> in re- in Time, responding man. to the guess. <laughs> It was real uh, stupid, but it was fun. It was weird. Yeah. It was a good show. It took a lot of work though <laughs> to, to kind of try to keep up. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, hey, we appreciate y'all. We'll see you on the next one, and uh, hopefully, we'll find something good to talk about. Cool. Peace. See you. Peace.